What's going on, everyone, and welcome back to the Nerdwide Podcast. This is episode 55. I'm your host, Tyler Haynes, with my favorite friend over here, Mr. Chris Rivers. Chris, how are you, and how's your week been? Doing pretty good. Uh, it it was a week. Yeah. Uh, a <laughs> uh, little, bit, little bit of overtime. Now we've got another round of sleet and snow. Yep. Um, Did y'all get anything? Uh, a little bit, yeah. We got... I know... It didn't do anything all morning, and then this afternoon it snowed. We maybe have a quarter of an inch, if that. Yeah. So, nothing. We crazy had here. some rain that turned to ice overnight, yeah. and then some snow. So, fun. How's it going with you? Uh, it's been it's just been a normal week. I actually didn't. I play. I feel like I played more games this week, and it's just been mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I'm almost done with the Siege of Paris, and. Uh, you know, just besides my normal Destiny stuff, but the TV shows, which were excellent, I can't wait to talk about those here in a second. Um, and then I think, I think as far as the week goes, that's pretty much it. We haven't had a whole lot of news, but I had a lot of those things stored up over our past three weeks that we've um, hadn't got to talking about yet. But you know, between you and I, I really want to talk about. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. Right. We got some fun things, and then of course the Steelers play the playoffs tonight. So uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be good. I just, I can't wait. Yeah. They're going to lose. If they win, if if they win, they get the right to come to Nashville and get eliminated. So. Uh, no, so the Bengals play them in Nashville next week. So the Steelers will play whoever wins tomorrow Steelers, night. I think. Steelers are the lower seed, though they would yeah. play the top seed. Mm. See, that's what there's uh, there's a whole lot of things going on. We looked earlier and. Like, it depends what site you look at. Someone says, like, the Bengals are playing here, and some people say the Bengals play us. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Uh, it's very weird how – because they, they uh-huh. added the two new teams in this year. And so everything's right. skewed. So, But anyways, people aren't here to listen to us talk about football. They're here to listen to us talk about all the new TV, movies, and video game news mm-hmm. you all want to hear. A quick housekeeping. Don't forget to subscribe to either our YouTube or podcasting service of your choice now including Spotify.com. You can find us there if you want to go there. Of course, rate us there as well. If you enjoy the show, make sure you leave a thumbs up on YouTube or give us a good rating for podcasting apps. If you don't enjoy what you see or hear, make sure you leave us a comment. Let us know how we can improve this show. Of course, if you always want to go that extra little bit, you can always go to Patreon.com slash NerdWide and give us a couple dollars for a couple different tiers that way if you so inclined and want to do so. But Chris, let's get right into our TV stuff because we want to talk about the new show from James Gunn in D.C., peacemaker we watched episodes one through three uh of course this is full spoilers for full on here and i don't know about you i was not expecting a whole lot but i am really enjoying this show <laughs> it's just yeah, the, the, yeah. the amount of wackiness i feel like we needed i mean if you enjoyed suicide squad you're going to enjoy this show uh in my opinion and uh, definitely don't watch wrong children um, no. uh, a no. couple of nudity scenes uh, for both scenes for you know both genders but man bloody galore and I absolutely love it as a comic book movie and John Cena is so funny to watch on TV yeah. and he's just perfect I love it What you, you definitely get to see a lot of him in mm-hmm. this uh, oh yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah uh, I, I like that Robert Patrick is in there as, as Augie Mm-hmm. Uh, his father uh, plays a great white supremacist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. I mean, I've I've already seen people online asking, you know, what who he really is. Right. 
you know. What do they call him? The, the White Dragon in the third episode. The White Dragon. Yeah. What a name. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, we we get to see that his father, although he his father doesn't really like him, right? Um, but he's also you know to to look at his house and and so forth and his age you would think he doesn't know a whole lot about tech mm-hmm. but then they go in this closet and it it just expands as far as you can yeah, see yeah like where and did they come from like they did they didn't go down but like they went no. in and it just like exploded but like when you see the shots from the house it's like there's no way that fits anywhere so yeah you know and he's he's designed all these helmets that do different things mm-hmm. uh he's i think he had one that he's what did he say? It gave you scurvy or something like yeah. that? Good and he's point. like, why would I want that? And he said, off for the challenge. You know? <laughs> There's x-ray vision, the sonic boom one we saw in action. Yeah. Which was yeah. really cool and devastating to everything around it. Um, yeah. I that think. Poor police, the police yeah. officer. She's like, I think this is pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, no, that's a face. <laughs> that was so good. There's so many, like, the line deliveries in the show. And we were talking about before we started recording, uh, Harcourt, who apparently uh, Jennifer Holland is James Gunn's girlfriend. Didn't know uh-huh. that. Thanks for that little tidbit. I mean, that's I, – I think her and Eagly are my favorite on the show so far. Um, Eagly. Eagly. <laughs> like, we saw it in the trailer, but the hug in the garage is still so funny to me. Yeah. He goes, Dad, Dad, yeah. look. Dad, look. He's giving me a hug. This is so majestic. <laughs> so dumb. I love it. He's like, take a picture. I don't want to move. <laughs> right. I don't want to move over the moment. <laughs> oh, man. I'm excited. There's sort of villains are the butterflies. And what uh-huh. cracks me up, the first episode they start talking about it, uh, Peacemaker was like, you know, the butterflies. This isn't like a Project Starfish where it was actually a walking starfish. And no one would answer him at all. And then at the end of episode three, it's actual butterflies. So, uh-huh. I mean, I, I, what a but yeah. James Gunn knows what he's doing, man. And it's so good. Well, and, and we got uh, Viola Davis yep. appeared in the first episode. Nice little cameo. And we, yeah. And she's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we found out that, uh, remind me, I'm drawing a blank, the character... That is her daughter. Uh, Leota Adeboya. Uh, is, is that the character name? Mm-hmm. Danielle okay. Brooks is the actress. Um, that's her. It's it's her daughter, and she's spying on the team for her. Yeah, she's um, she's spying on them and working. Well, she's more so spying on Peacemaker. Yeah. And it looks like she's trying to frame him, too, because she's supposed to place a, a movie in his um, house. Uh huh. Well, oh, it's his diary. diary. Yeah, and I'm a like, uh, I mean, she obviously likes him the most too. Yeah, uh, treats him more as a human than anybody else, especially Diebeard, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> always had different color hair. Right. <laughs> I don't dye my beard, man. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it was good. I mean, the first episode ended with the sex scene. Um that turned into a fight scene that was really well done, very well choreographed. Um, second episode was your, your kind of lull between the three, if you will. And then the third episode picked up a lot with the, the shooting, uh, the butterflies, the torture, 
Mm-hmm. And I just, I mean, I love John Cena in this. I just, I did not think I would enjoy this show as much as I do. It's, it's got to, it's got to help with the wrestling background because right. in a lot of those fight scenes where you can tell it's him taking the bump, mm-hmm. you know, he's, so that's got to help. Um, I, we say this with the MCU shows. I didn't think I'd be saying it so much about a DC show like this. The first DC TV show. I'm, I'm disappointed. It's only eight episodes. Yeah. Because I mean, we're, we're almost halfway now. <laughs> yeah. They've dropped three episodes and it's only eight. So now we, We've, we get one a week for the next five weeks. Mm. And it doesn't lead into anything either. Cause James Gunn's not doing any other projects for DC yeah. right now, which is, I'm sure he will like once. Cause I mean, DC and Warner brothers is going to be looking like, Hey, this is making us a lot of money and a lot of attention. Uh, what do we need to bring you back? Because I mean, he's filming Guardians. He's filming Guardians right now, so I don't. Well, I mean, he even took time to Thursday, last Thursday night, to do a Twitter watch along with Brandon Davis from comicbook.com. Mm-hmm. and I found out a lot of stuff about the the show and where they wanted to go with it. And he said it wouldn't have been possible. John Cena didn't want to do it, and he said we wouldn't have done it. And I mean, that's not even talking about the intro. The intro scene is not oh, one that you skip. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> so so weird, but so to, good. I tried to skip initially, not knowing what it was going to be. Yeah. I hit skip as soon as the option popped up. And uh, it froze trying to load into the episode. And right. then it was just like, no, nah, I'm, I'm playing the intro anyway. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'll yeah. just see what this is then. <laughs> um, I wonder... Of course, we have no idea how they're going to end this. Right. But I wonder if we get a season two of Peacemaker. I would be 100% okay with it and just change or, the cast up. do they give us something else to, mm. you know, to do with one of the other characters or you know, to kind of flesh out that universe. But yeah. see, then again, they don't really do stuff like that in DC. Mm-hmm. They, they don't make the smart decisions, do they? No. <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait. Like, next week's going to be fun. This is going to be one of those shows that I'm glad we're reviewing and talking about because it is fun, and I just can't wait to see where it goes next with the butterflies, and especially his dad now, because he has an older brother. I want to know what's up with him. We haven't heard right. or seen anything about him. And I'm like, he can't be as messed up. Oh, Vigilante, we didn't even talk about. Just some uh, some fanboy sidekick who shoots really well as well. And he's yeah. funny. I liked him a lot. He's really concerned about his secret identity. And he needs to be nice. more concerned about that toe. Yeah. <laughs> he said, you didn't sharpen your torture tools. <laughs> he said, but you didn't keep up with your torture tools? That's just lousy. <laughs> or something. That was just so good. Oh, and that, uh, that toe looked bad, too. Yeah, It looked nasty. The way they were cutting yeah. it off, too, you could hear it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, all right. Next week, we'll have episode four, which it looks like it's going to be titled The Chode Less Traveled. All right. <laughs> I just, yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh, but, Chris, here's the one I'm really excited to talk about, and that is Superman and Lois is back. Season two, uh, Chris, I'm going to say it. We were very critical on season one last season, uh, last time it was on, last year. Oh, it's crazy to say. 
But this episode brought me 100% back in. I don't know what happened. I don't know if they had the time or they were just figuring out their bearings. But this episode was so much fun to watch. Like I was interested and invested the whole way through, even with the lanes. And like, the lanes, I don't know. I don't remember the last names anymore. Um, but the second I saw Ian, uh, Ian Bowen back on screen with Tyler mm-hmm. Hecklin, I was like, yeah. Yeah, we're home. I love it. I just can't wait. Oh, this is going to be fun. So I, I really like the episode, right? Um, you got something going on with Sarah. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing, I'm guessing, you know, the, the easy answer is she hooked up with another counselor. Yeah, love interest uh, at the camp. And yeah, um, you've got, by, by the way, where did, uh, where did Jonathan's new girl come from? They said it was new. Huh? He said it was new. Right, but you would yeah. think that they would have. Oh, we had that girl from the last season. Yeah. Mm. That's a good question. I didn't even realize that either until you just said something. Uh, they just oh. dropped her. It's yeah. like, oh, okay. Um, the one I I loved the episode. I liked that we got to see a little bit of the job search mm-hmm. for the for the paper and and all that. Just giving us these little bitty bits to kind of bring back to moments of last season. One thing that I absolutely, it looks like it's going to continue to be a problem with this show, is you, so you have Anderson putting this super team together. And using his crest. Yeah, and using the crest. Um, he's insisting that Superman be for the United States only. I love it that they're um, into it. I do, but again... There's no mention at any point of Kara. Yes. And it's like... (laughs) Especially with the events of Supergirl Season 6 that uh, happened last year, or in the final season. Mm -hmm. Like, there was a a lot of big things that happened that Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, why wasn't Superman involved? I know it was the pandemic. I know CW's already said, and a lot of directors said they couldn't do any crossovers because in Vancouver, you know, Canada has stricter uh, COVID policies than we do here. And they said there was a lot of things we could not do. Um, Now there was a, yeah, it's, but I did read some from showrunner Todd Helbing. He did a bunch of interviews this week and I was reading a a lot of things that he did. I know he did one with like Den of Geek, um, which I use a lot of our recaps for sometimes that they, there are other Arrowverse crossovers this season. He said, I'm not telling you who, I'm not telling you what. He says, but there are. So we're going to see other heroes cross over in. Um, now, I don't know if that's going to be David Ramsey back as Diggle, but I imagine Batwoman will be a thing as well. Mm-hmm. So it's just, there's that. Um, and because he even brought up the COVID restrictions as well in some of these interviews, because last year he said we had to turn around a lot of our recording to post real fast like because of COVID, if we wanted to get it in a timely manner. Um, and that's what I think a lot of my issues came from as well, because it just didn't feel good. Like this episode felt good to me. Like this is what I want Superman and Lois to be. And I felt like the storylines were great. The CGI was phenomenal. The helm and the rain above the Korean sea, uh, with just pouring down rain and him freaking out and everything. It looked so good. And I just, I mean, I love Tyler Hecklin. And if I didn't love uh, Henry Cavill so much, I would say this is my Superman. 
which I mean, it might as well be because you know Henry Cavill's not coming back. But the I'm really interested in Lieutenant Anderson. I'm excited to see where we go from here with him. Obviously, he's training up a school of supers. And I imagine there's a bunch of metahumans. Uh, and he's making his own task force in America's interest. I really do enjoy the storyline of, you know, I want you to be America's hero and only America's hero. But he's like, Superman said, you know, I, I pledged to the world a long time ago. And he goes, and I'm not changing that. And he even okay. turned into little um, Anderson turned into the communicator to Superman. The ELD, I think is what it's called. And he said, well, until you can put America first, we don't need you. And I'm like, hmm, is that right? Okay. And he even talked about uh, the steel. I think it's just steel is what we're calling him. Um, and we, he said, no, he's, uh, he's retired. He has nothing to do with this anymore. And, of course, we see them. I'm so excited they're going to be living on the Kent farm. I really like this mm-hmm. Natalie character and what they're doing with her. And I think we're going to see a lot of shakeups. But the biggest thing I want out of this season is Jonathan to get powers. That is the biggest thing yeah. that I'm hoping for. I don't know if it will happen because uh, they're, they're going to get picked up for another season. But I, this is what I'm really wanting from it. I, I felt so bad, so bad for Jonathan when, <laughs> um, when you, the earthquake, mm-hmm. the quote unquote earthquake starts, and Clark and Jordan so immediately well hear it, and and he's just like, what? What happened? Dude, that was great though. Like it was so well directed and acted because both of them turned their head to the same time towards the sound, and it was yeah. so cool. Did you notice though they were playing Forza Horizon Five when that, that scene? No. That was cool. I thought it was a nice little touch. Uh, I also liked when uh, when he le- when Clark leaves Jonathan and what was the girls? Was it? Candace. It wasn't Cheyenne, was it? Candace. Mm-hmm. When he leaves the two of them at the farm, and he's like, "Hey, I need to. I'm I'm gonna walk down the road." And Jonathan immediately knows, like, "Okay, something's up." Yeah. You know, um, that little flash across his face, like, "Oh, Dad's going to work." You know, <laughs> uh, that was that was perfect. I just, you know, you you brought up Anderson and the whole well, we don't need you anymore thing. But yet he was trying to get him to bring steel on. And right. again, I, I looked at it and I was like, that would have been a perfect time. Well, if if you would bring, you know, the other guy or your cousin, like even just or that he, line. They didn't even mention the DOD. I mean, no. And I'm just like, or the DEO, excuse me. And DEO, I'm like, yeah. that's something that I would feel like be perfect to just even in line, to mention them, you know, that they're still around. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't. Whatever I guess I told it, it. It just doesn't make sense that they're not even. I understand if you can't get the people there to film it, right? Uh, but you can mention it. Yeah, it, and it, and I, mentioning it's not going to cost you anything. No, to put and the I, line in. I feel like you know, we we beat that nail with a a hammer a million times, but that's the difference between DC and Marvel. Mm-hmm. Marvel would drop those little verbal easter eggs yeah like they did and, in uh, hawkeye that I mean that you had the ant-man yeah. logos you, you even talked about it a little bit and yeah like oh I'll, I'll have to check with scott right how to fix this okay. yeah and it's uh, going back to your your tegan so tegan was the girlfriend from last season 
Um, mm-hmm. Helbing was asked that in an interview. He says, you know how teenagers are. You date someone for a month and then it's over. And those three months, he and Tegan broke up and now he's starting to date this new girl, Candace. So I was like, that's... Like I was sitting there scrolling through this. I'm on tvline.com's article about the episode. And yeah. I thought that was funny that you brought that up as well. Uh, next week's episode is directed by David Ramsey. Um, Helbing says he will not stay behind the camera for long. He says we will see him again as John Diggle in the future. Now, I don't know if that's the new story that I've got coming up or if that's about this. So, Well, then that would indicate that what he mentioned about future crossovers is not related to Diggle showing up. Right. So, it's exciting. I mean, we've got a lot. I, I just, I'm really, I have high hopes for this show again. I feel like when the when we watched the first two episodes last year when they came on, uh, I feel like this again. Uh, I hope so, they hold the momentum, but we'll we will see. One thing, one thing we need to touch on real quick is uh, the last shot of the episode. Doomsday. What are we saying there? Doomsday. You think it's Doomsday? That, that's who my thought is. Um, he did have an interview, and like it says right here, um, it says. Speaking of that earthquake, the final moments of the episode took us back down into the mines where we caught a glimpse of what was really responsible for those tremors. But all Helbing will say of that giant hand is, quote, I'm assuming a lot of people will know what that is. In episode two, you'll see a little bit more. In episode three, you'll find out exactly what it is, end quote. So I'm thinking Doomsday. Maybe that's the crossover. It's Ultron. (laughs) It's Ultron. (laughs) It's going to be someone that Kara put in the ground. It's uh, come full circle somehow. Oh, man. I'm just glad Superman's back. I mean, I love Superman and Lois. Even the the Lois, um, which we haven't really talked about this episode, is her uh, emotional damage, emotional conflict, really, from seeing Natalie. She's like, I felt nothing. And if I was Clark, I would have been, what are you supposed to feel? (laughs) She's not anything to you. Um, but she was more so like, you know, she was my daughter in another multiverse and I feel like I would feel something, but I'm glad that they have a relationship and I'm glad they didn't drag that storyline out and they met up this episode and they're going to be hanging around. I can see problems coming from it down the line, but, uh, I am curious to see what they do with it. I feel like they handled it well and man, I love it. I can't wait. Superman and Lois is back and... Next week's episode was directed by Diggle himself again. So we're going to have some fun. Now, did you watch... Um, I'm taking the Spider-Man, the Superman spoilers off. Did you watch Naomi at all? I know I talked about it a little bit last week. Uh, no, I didn't. I watched it. Yeah. I will not be watching Uh-oh. any more of it. It's, it might be one of my first CW shows of the few that I am not going to be picking back up. It was not, to me, it was not good. Uh, no, the acting was good. I mean, the acting was all right. The storyline, piss poor. Like, it was like Nancy Drew meets up with bits and pieces of Superman, bits and pieces of Riverdale, which sounds mm-hmm. great, but it was not, not good, man. It was not good at all. Yeah. And, like, the big re- revelation at the end was not good either. And I just, like, ah. I, I have no inkling just to want to pick this back up again. So I'm yeah. not, not going to waste my time with it anymore, unfortunately. So 
Well, hey, at least you found out in the first episode. Yeah, it could have drugged me long in. I usually give shows the two to three episode to see if I like it or not. I can already tell you I will not be liking this. So let's get into our news. We've got seven news stories today, some of which are just little, just little, hey, this is what's happening kind of news. But the first one I'm really excited about and relates to Superman and Lois. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. actress Elizabeth Henstridge will direct an episode of Superman and Lois for season two. I'm going to comicbook.com by Nicole Drum. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. star Elizabeth Henstridge is crossing over to the DC side of things. On Instagram, Henstridge shared a behind-the-scenes photo revealing she is directing an episode of the CW Superman and Lois second season. In the photo, Henstridge is featured with a clapperboard from the episode naming her as director, noting in her caption that's from the first shot and that she can't really say much about it at all. But promise that would be a big episode. What do you think, Chris? <laughs> it's going to be fun. Yeah. I mean... I'm just glad to see her back, you know, doing things. Yeah, I I wish it was over with Marvel. I wish S.H.I.E.L.D. was actually still considered canon. Mm-hmm. And she was somehow involved with... I think whatever's going on, considering how Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. played out, whatever's going on with the Eternals would be a perfect place yeah. to bring some of that back in but if this is uh the new direction she's headed cool yeah i mean i would i mean do, do we see her step in front of the camera at all do you think that would ever happen good i could see it she'd be a scientist again. i mean or a new reporter for the paper oh don't give me that hope i would love for her to be a series regular i'm just saying yeah <laughs> or any of these cw shows i feel like she fits in on any of them, really, she could fit in on. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Next she one, I've be got... a teacher at the, at the oh, school. Don't, too. Chris. Listen, don't give me. She'd be a perfect teacher, especially. Oh yeah. Anyways, number two, the boys. Of course, we know it's coming back for season three, but they've officially announced they'll be back on June third. We've got three episodes. June third, uh, episodes one, two, and three. June tenth will be uh, episode four. June seventeenth is episode five. June 24th is episode 6, titled Herogasm. July 1st is 307, and then July 8th will be the finale. So we've just, what was that, six weeks of The Boys, but it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm ready for uh, I'm ready for that show to come back. Now, number three, The Witcher Season 2 joins Netflix's most viewed TV show of all time. I'm going to Variety.com by Monica Marie Zorilla. Netflix audiences have been very busy tossing coins to The Witcher and its shows. The second season of the fantasy epic, which blends the genres of horror, action, romance, drama, and occasionally comedy, has joined the streamer's most viewed TV shows of all time, amassing 462.5 million hours of view time. Um, season 2 starring Henry Cavill as the titular Monster Hunter, Freya Allen, Enya Shalartra, and Joy Beatty is now on Netflix's top 10 alongside the normal season which garnered 541.010 million hours of viewership during its first 28 days of the streamer. Um, at the top of Netflix's most popular English-language TV shows of all time, Totem Pole includes Stranger Things Seasons 2 and 3, You Seasons 2 and 3, 13 Versus Y Seasons 1 and 2, and the limited series Made. The steamy period dramas Bridgerton has also swooned enough subscribers to land in number one with 625.490 million hours watched the first 28 days. That's awesome. And mm-hmm. and good for The Witcher. That just means we're getting more, and that's all I care about. I just need yeah. some more Henry Cavill in my life. 
<laughs> Number four, Murderville is a new show, new TV show coming to Netflix. I don't know about you, Chris, but this is going to be right up our alley, I feel like. Um, so did I, did I send you this picture of this one? Or did I, uh, no. I think I only sent this to Jamie. So Netflix put out on the 13th this week, Welcome to Murderville, a new series starring Will Arnett as a detective who is in every episode, has to solve a murder with a new celebrity guest star as a partner. Chris, there's a catch to this. The guest star mm. is never given a script, so they have to improvise their way through the whole episode. Oh, that's going to be great. <laughs> so um, I'm showing you on screen, Chris, here. Kumal is one of them. He'll be one of the ones. Yeah. And then this one I'm really excited about. Ken Jung. Oh yeah. Ken Jung's gonna be on there. Uh, you know who you know who would have been really good for that, just to some of the one liners if she was still with us is Betty White. Oh, she would she would have loved it too, man. Oh, rest that would have been hilarious. Lady. That's gonna be a lot of fun. I I'm really excited about that show because that is a genius way to do things, especially with your comedy uh actors and actresses. Mm -hmm. That's gonna be a lot of fun. And I'm very curious to watch it, and I can't wait. And I hope that's something we get many more seasons of. Yeah. Number five pertains to our good shows here. David Ramsey to star in a new Arrowverse series called Justice You. I'm going back to Variety.com by Joe Otterson. David Ramsey could soon be starring in his own John Diggle standalone series at the CW. Variety has learned that Ramsey is attached to star in the drama series Justice You that is currently in development at the broadcaster. Sidebar, I don't like that name. Just, you. Yeah, it just does not sound good to me. But yeah. going back to the article here. After spending years fighting alongside masked heroes, Diggle embarks on a new mission to recruit five young metahumans to live undercover, undercover as a freshman at a prestigious university. There, he will oversee their education and train them to become the heroes of tomorrow. The show is based on characters from the DC pantheon. Uh, in addition to starring role, Ramsey is attached to direct the potential pilot of the series. He has also signed on, assigned an overall directing deal with Berlanti Productions. They'll see him direct multiple episodes of multiple series across the Arrowverse. So, what do you think? I think it'll be good. I'm like you. I'm not sold on the name. Yeah. Um, I like the concept, though. Name, not so much. <laughs> no. I, I wonder, wonder how they'll loop it into some of the other shows. Like, what will it be? I wonder if it'll be something similar to Heroes, mm. what it was with people figuring out what they can do and developing their yeah. abilities. And and then will they then send those characters out to some of the other shows? To... Legends to help out, Flash to yeah. help out. Oh, Chris, that'd be great. Like, they get recruited like they're doing football and stuff. That would be fun. Uh -huh. I like that concept. Um. Next new story here, the Moon Knight trailer will premiere during the wild card game Monday night. Um, you can catch it online. They showed a little teaser, and his suit looks banging. And yeah. I'm really excited to see the full trailer, which, of course, we'll get that tomorrow night or tonight as of when I post this. But, man, it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm excited about Moon Knight, and that should be that show. I think it should be the soonest show we get, right? We've got Multiverse um, of Madness in May now. So Actually, let, let me. Um, there was a news item. Ooh. I want to see if I can pull up here. That was um, 
it was the slate, it said that we were going to get, I think, four Disney Plus Marvel shows this summer. Oh, this summer. Um, mm. And now I cannot find it. Because then we've got Moon Knight, we'll have She-Hulk, Miss Marvel this year. I'm trying to think of what else. I mean, we're in an MCU drought right now. Especially yeah. with the, the first news idol we've got here for movies. And, or even loosely related, but I don't, because we pushed everything back because of Omicron variant. So, mm, I'm just ready for more. Yeah, it's, it's, I miss it already. <laughs> I want to go watch No Way Home again, but I, I really need that to come to my house sooner rather than later. Um, I've got an interesting news story. If you find it, Chris, let me know. But our okay. last news story for TV, I have been so excited about, and even Chris, you sent this one to me to make sure I didn't miss this news. Probably the biggest news this week I've got here. Tim Allen will reprise his role as Scott Calvin in the new Disney Plus sequel series. I'm going back to Deadline.com by Nelly and Dreva for this one. Tim Allen is returning to Disney and to the North, North Pole. The actor-comedian is set to star in and executive produce the Santa Claus Working Title, a Disney Plus original limited series in which he reprises his role as Scott Calvin from Walt Disney Pictures' holiday franchise. Allen is reuniting with Jack Burdett, the creator of Allen's hit sitcom Last Man Standing, who will serve as an executive producer and showrunner on the Santa Claus. Last Man Standing writer executive producer Kevin Hinch will executive produce. That no one really cares. Um, in Disney branded television's A Santa Claus series produced by 20th Television, Scott Calvin is on the brink of his 65th birthday and realizes that he cannot be Santa forever. He's starting to lose a step in his Santa duties, and more importantly, he's got a family who could benefit from a life in the normal world, especially his two kids who have grown up at the North Pole. With a lot of elves, children, and family to please, Scott sets out to find a suitable replacement Santa while preparing his family for a new adventure in a life south of the Pole. Production is set to begin in March. In Las Vegas, Los Angeles. I'm all in. Be interesting. I'm yeah. all in. If, I feel like with it being shot and recorded in March, getting started, we should have that by Christmas. If, if you ask me. All right, I found it. What you got? Uh, this is from Comic Book, um, and Adam Barnhart. It says official Marvel site may confirm four Disney Plus shows in summer 22. Um. And it comes from the official website for Marvel Studios Japan. Mm. It's saying three shows could release between Multiverse of Madness on May 4th, when it opens in Japan, and Thor Love and Thunder, currently set for a July release date. She-Hulk, I Am Groot, and What If Season 2 are all listed between those two. And then Miss Marvel is listed after Thor Love and Thunder. I forgot. I, th I thought I Am Groot was a Christmas show. Oh, I'm thinking of the special. Yeah, I Am Groot. Okay, that's right. Yeah, that's, so that's 2022 like... is what it's slated for release. Hmm. So it looks like those could be hmm. the next ones we get. And that's all. Maybe the... I forget Thor Love and Thunder is coming out, and we still don't have a trailer for it. Maybe they're saving Moon Knight towards fall. Maybe, but if we're already getting a trailer, though, and we don't have a trailer for yeah. anything else, I don't know. Yeah, but listen, I trust Kevin Feige. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, so <laughs> they got it covered. They Releases it. this week. We've got quite a bit 
Tuesday, January 18th, the new show How I Met Your Father comes on Hulu. Wednesday, January 19th, Too Hot to Handle, the new season comes out on Netflix. That's for my trash reality TV fans out there. Wednesday, January 19th as well, Assembled, The Making of Hawkeye drops on Disney+. Plus. Friday, January 21st, a new season of Ozark launches. And also Friday, January 21st, Pokemon Master Journeys, the series part two comes out on Netflix as well. And that is all I have for TV, ladies and gentlemen. Chris, take her away. Where am I taking her? <laughs> Where would you know? Really, just a nice <laughs> date if you'd like. Okay. <laughs> Somewhere nice. Um, <laughs> so we're jumping into movies. I I know that we um, typically have a review here, but we sort of substituted the Peacemaker episodes because there were three of them. Uh, so have you watched anything else? I, I did not. I mean, it's. I mean, I didn't watch our shows until today on recording. I watched no. I watched one episode of Peacemaker last night. Oh no 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 no! I watched Eternals last night. Uh, yeah. Watched it for the second time. Much better with subtitles, which is most things for me at this point. Um, it was the girls' first time watching it. They had the same thought that I do. It's an okay movie, not the best, but not the worst. Uh, but it does set up a lot of the future for the MCU. So, yeah, I'm excited. Um, yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch anything else. Like I said, I had overtime this week, so it was kind of, eh. Yeah. Um, next week, we're going to be reviewing the Netflix film Kate, which should be really interesting. I'm excited about that one. That I'm was, just excited to be back on our... normal stuff. You know? Yeah, that was on our notes app. So yep. when you messaged me and you were like, "Hey, do we?" I, I have didn't even think about it. <laughs> I was like, "Let me see what's on there." Yeah. Um, first bit of news: uh, Morbius has been pushed back again. Mm-hmm. Um, let me actually pull up your tweet because I mean, it's going to be pushed again. I was really excited gonna... to see it again. So. It's going to be pushed back from eight to April first, twenty twenty two, and um, let's see. Fandom at Get Fandom on Twitter put this out. Morbius just chewed through seven release dates. That's crazy. It, it originally was supposed to come out July the tenth, twenty twenty. It was then pushed back to July thirty first of the same year, then to March 19th of 21, then to October the 8th of 21, then to January 21st of 2022, then to January 28th of 2022, and now to April 1st, 2022. They're going to have to rename this thing Halo if they keep pushing it. <laughs> Listen, Halo, uh, I'm glad they did it. All right, that game came out almost perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, this should be the last one, I would think, that yeah. gets pushed back. I don't think Omicron is uh, going to last that long. Although, April 1st, it's April Fool's Day. It's the perfect so day to could, do it. Yeah, they could push it back and be like, gotcha. Right. Uh, eighth time's a charm. <laughs> All right. So, from Deadline.com, this is a nice little bit because – we're both fans of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mike Fleming Jr. has the byline here. Netflix is plotting Red Notice back-to-back sequel shoot. Dwayne Johnson, Gal Gadot, Ryan Reynolds, and Rawson Marshall Thurber are expected back. Um, so what they're, what they're basically saying here, uh, they're hoping to begin production in early 2023. They'll shoot those two sequels back-to-back. Um, which pr- I think... 
I'm really surprised when they do something like this or when they plan multiple sequels that they don't just go ahead and do this. Right. You've already got everybody there. You don't have to wait. And then with what we've gone through lately, if everybody gets sequestered together, mm-hmm. you can still work on stuff. Right. You know, you, so, but I'm looking forward to this. The first one was so good. I just don't know how they're going to follow it up. Well, I was reading that they are going to, there's talks, rather, of doing like the Expendables kind of thing and bringing in multiple new celebrities each episode, each movie, and kind of mm-hmm. changing things up. But the, the, the core three will stay the same. And then like have some other people, either I guess be the villains or the cops or something somehow, and kind of do it that way. Um, I've heard it speculated for that, so which I'm I'm for. I mean, you've already yeah. got a, a great core of cast. Why not bring in some more just to mess around and play some? So yeah, Fast yeah, and Furious style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those 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 movies won't go anywhere. Right. Uh, did you see the little bit of a dust up? By the way, this is not in our in our notes, but it happened a while back. Vin Diesel apparently was told by Dwayne Johnson, "Look, man, best of luck with it, mm-hmm. but I'm not interested." Yeah, it's it's, and then, it's been a whole story, like a whole multi-year story at this point. Yeah, and then Vin Diesel throws him out there publicly to the about his kids. Yeah, now he says, you know. Uncle Dwayne and stuff like that. And then The Rock came back and said, I'm not going to be in any more of those movies. And he says just, this is a bad environment. He didn't really like uh, Vin Diesel's way of on the set and stuff like that, the way he did things. Because The Rock mm-hmm. is obviously very um, very regimen and you'd be here at this time, stuff like that. And apparently Vin Diesel and other members just weren't, just would show up when they wanted to. And The Rock is like, no, no. If I'm going to be here, I'm going to be here at my set time and stuff like that and ready to go, yeah. which is, I feel like, how it should always be, but, you know. Yeah. Final bit of news, Aquaman 2 has wrapped filming in a separate theaters on December the 16th, 2022. That's definitely not getting delayed, by the way. <laughs> I'm excited. So, I mean, I guess the advantage Aquaman 2 has, for instance, is... Um, it's not tied to anything else anymore. Mm-mm. So you can just kind of go just do whatever you want to do. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, no releases this week. Kind of a dead period. Mm-hmm. Um, TV shows are starting to start back up. And... Yeah. So over to you for gaming. Now, I know you have you played anything or anything more of this week. I know you've been doing overtime, but. I have been, yeah, and it uh, it kind of got, so the other night, what I'll usually do is I'll start in logging into Madden first, Yeah. you know, just to knock that stuff out, um, and I opened up Madden and got the notification, oh, there's an update, a title update, so I was like, well, crap, what <laughs> am I going to play? I, I'm logged in on the PS5, so I'm looking for something else to play on the PS5, while that download happens, and I'm like, well, I'll log into Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. So I open up Assassin's Creed, and oh, there's an update. Yeah. Like, oh, well, a lot wonderful. of big updates. So I was like, well, what else? Do I... And I had the, um, I had added on the PS5 the, uh, the bundle mm-hmm. that was the remastered 
Marvel's Spider-Man and the Miles Morales game, right? So so I jumped back in on Marvel's Spider-Man and started playing it and played it until I got the notification that, so I didn't get very far, but I did start that back up too. That's a game I want to jump back into. They, I know in December, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales was one of the most downloaded games in December. And it's a year old at this point. It was um, probably that bundle. Yeah, oh, that's a good. How, how cheap was the bundle? Was it relatively good price? I want to say it was something eh, like, might have been like forty or fifty. It's not bad for as big it as comes with all the DLCs and stuff too, right? Yeah, oh, and man. and you got the the remastered for the PS5. Yeah. of the original Spider. So yeah, oh, what a game! I think it was somewhere in there. That's a that's a fun one. I love. I just I fell in love with that game. Um, I started Psychonauts two. I know I've been starting and not completing games lately, but I started Psychonauts two. That's a fun one. Blast from the past. I'm really excited to delve more into it. Uh, Destiny I've played, and then Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Been playing Siege of Paris, like I said earlier at the top of the show. Almost done with it. I'm about to do the actual Siege of Paris, so I feel like I am almost done with it. Uh, had a lot of story content. I'm really loving it. I can't wait for more DLC for it. But don't have any video game news really to talk about. I know uh, PlayStation is ramping up PlayStation 4 development. I, I, you know, why? You got the PlayStation 5s that you need to ramp up production on, really. Um, which in the other vein, Xbox said this week that they are discontinuing making Xbox Ones and One S's, which for obvious reasons, because you got two different yeah. new things on the market that you know need to be bought that you can find more available than the PlayStation 5 at this point. So I thought that was interesting. But other than that, there's no big news this week. But we do have notable new releases, which Rainbow Six Extraction comes to PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, and Xbox One on January 20th, and Xbox Game Pass, which is where I will be playing it. Did not plan to play it, but you know, you're going to put it on Game Pass? Yeah. I'll delve into it. So maybe next week I'll yep. have it played and we kind of go from there. Um, but I mean, that's it for the show. Our first official show back of 2022 of actual our normal rigor roll. And we're back on Spotify. We're on Spotify now. I've got every time I upload the podcast, it automatically pushes a notification to Facebook and Twitter. So if you're following us on there, um, you'll get notified every time the episodes go live. Uh, but yeah, guys, thank you all for listening for this week's episode of the NerdWide Podcast, episode 55. Don't forget to share on all your favorite social media platforms and forget to rate and review us on whatever podcasting app you are using. Uh, social media, you can follow NerdWide on Twitter at nerd underscore wide. You can follow me at Ty underscore Haynes. And you can follow Chris at mathtn 7 If you're on the Facebook side of things, you always go to Facebook and search in nerdwide.com and you will find us there. Again, all the notifications will pop on there for every whenever we post an episode of the podcast. But guys, that has been this week's episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for watching. We cannot wait to talk to you next week, especially about Peacemaker and Superman and Lois. Later, guys.